Hello world and thank you for joining me today. This is Shelley Shearer and you are listening to the podcast Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, where I focus on not living in regret and forming high functioning habits. I want to inspire you to transform your thoughts for a happier and higher functioning life. We are what we think and we get lost in limiting beliefs. We don't eat well, we don't take charge of our money, manage our commitments, and then wonder why we are stressed, overweight, in pain, and unhappy with our lives. I haven't met anyone that can't change their mind. That's why I always say, see you on the flip side, as I want to journey with you on coming out the other side. Side of what you might ask? Well, that's up to you. Good morning world, Shelly Shearer here and welcome to the show. I just wanted to do a a second podcast this week because I haven't had much to say the last couple of weeks to expand on the one I posted a few days ago called Bring Your Whole Toolbox. That particular podcast actually started about about talking about boundaries, Um, but it ended up just being a small part of it, but part of the whole about bringing everything you have to the table. I also spoke a little bit about talking about the magic, uh, bringing all of that. And the reason I did was because yes, the day before I had, um, had had a really magical day. I took everything I was into a new client and they needed almost everything I was, not just my bookkeeping expertise. After that, I went and met with a new accountant and it was like the stars had aligned. Now, I was very fortunate for many years in that in my accounting business for 15 years, I had an accountant that I worked with and Norm and I were just like ick and bick. He would phone up. I would just phone him and say, hey, does anyone do you have any clients that need a bookkeeper on site or vice versa? I knew what he wanted when he, the year end was submitted. I knew how he liked his client stuff done. He, you know, really, he kept me busy for years. He never hesitated to recommend me. In fact, I almost went to work in-house with him years later, but it really wasn't what I wanted to be doing. But, you know, you just, you just get lucky. He was honest. He cared about his clients. He met with them. I've really struggled this last couple of years getting back into my accounting business and the fact that accountants that I keep tripping over or that clients keep talking about are giving their clients no personal attention. And that's the whole point. And that's what I wanted to talk about today was making sure that your foundation is strong. So going back to this accountant that I met, he was just like with meeting with the clients. We, you know, he, he had my attitude of what I want to bring to the table. He believed in supporting his clients. He actually insists on meeting with them once a year, finding out what their goals were, giving them advice. I'm a really darn good bookkeeper and financial manager. I am not an accountant or a tax specialist. It is not my air of expertise. I do not know what I do not know. And mistakes can be very expensive to clients. They, you need professionals for these things, which I'm going to come back to. And he just had that attitude. In fact, while I was sitting in his office uh, waiting for him to come and fetch me to the boardroom for our meeting, the things he had written on the walls about just life and, you know, attitudes was completely in alignment with how I live my life. So right out of the gate and his front desk uh, administrative assistant, spectacular. People person looked after me, spoke to me for a few minutes before she went back to her job. Just she was just on it. You know, she just made you feel welcome and thank you for coming into our office. We're happy to have you here. Really, it was just a great experience. Anyways, if you're in the Lower Mainland, by the way, of BC, uh, Sackless and Company in White Rock is the name of this accounting firm. Highly recommend them right now. I will be taking three of my clients to them. 
So these things I've, I've really just noticed in the industry and I, I told him, I complained to him to say, I keep tripping over this, what's going on? He really didn't have an answer. Maybe I just kept tripping over the wrong accountants. Also, a lot of times people will take a recommendation from a friend or family member who might be a little bit older and kind of isn't up on things. Well, the world lives now on, elect, you know, on computer programs. If you are running a business that is growing, having someone that's still doing it with paper and on an Excel spreadsheet, this is not who you want doing your taxes and doing your, your, your uh, financial stuff, okay guys? You want someone that understands the CRA or the government, uh, the IRS, depending on what country you're in. And for my other clients around the world, same de- listeners around the world, same deal, find out, you know, learn to play the game. It's just a game. Taxation is just a game. So make sure you've got the professionals that know how to play it. So having this magical day of just attracting these amazing people into my life, which I truly feel I attracted, I had put out in the universe months ago that I, I had needed to find an accountant, not only for myself, because I'm incorporated, but for a new client and two older clients that just were not happy where they were. And of all things, welcome wagon. I don't even know why I agreed to let the lady come. I was so freaking busy in January. But she, she followed up and whatever, and she's just a character. She brought me this, you know, hour of this is all the people that I represent in your neighborhood, and these are the businesses in, my, in your area, and this is who I recommend. I recognized the name of the brochure right away. It wasn't who I thought they were. I thought it was a business I kept driving by, a sign I kept driving by at Costco all the time. It wasn't. But I knew the name. I'd seen it somewhere that it had stuck in my head. And she spoke so highly of them. Because she meets all the people that she comes out and recommends. A little segue, the funny part is when I went and met Carla Sackless and I met with him and I said, you know, this is how I found you, found you. He laughed. He said, you know, I was thinking of canceling Welcome Wagon. Nobody ever brings us business from there. And he says, then you walk through the door. He says, I only need one a year to make it worthwhile. <laughs> I says, well, I'm your one. So you just never know what's coming when you, when you keep yourself open. But anyway, so I was talking about bringing your whole toolbox, about having boundaries, um, kind of two opposite things but they sort of all tied into my three weeks of my life and it gave me an opportunity to ask all of you questions about your life and you know kind of decisions that you're making but in this particular podcast I I want to specifically talk about foundation of life and of business because it really became apparent to me yesterday, meeting this brand new client who their business had tripled in a year and they didn't even remotely have the accountant, bookkeeping or administrative processes in place to handle it. So now they are overwhelmed, wondering what they're even doing in business and doing what always happens with people that are overwhelmed. Remember when you're in high, you know, in school, high school, university, and you've got so much that you can't get the first thing started even and then later in life the same thing happens they were at that point well I walked in this is definitely my area of expertise this is manageable I'll have this completely fixed and straightened up within three months and then we will go retainer and I will handle this weekly for you you're going to go run your business do your business and you're going to leave all of this in my hands and everyone breathes this huge sigh of relief it was fantastic and then to Sorry, and speaking with them, because we literally sat down and had a bite to eat in their kitchen. They run this whole business. They have this huge, ginormous home, so it's three levels, huge garage. They're running this business in, their, in, the, in the lower part of the uh, house, the basement that was all renovated to, to handle this style of business. 
and the, excuse me, sorry. Um, it was very clear that they recognized that their foundation wasn't what it needed to be. I run into this in my professional life all the time because I have always dealt with so many different cross uh, references of people because I'm self-employed and I have multiple clients. I'm not a person that has a job where I go every day and that's the only exposure I have. So I, I run into this stuff all the time. And because I'm in the finance industry, friends will come to me with questions and you know, Shelly, what do you think about this? Or can you recommend? So I know what's going on in their lives and I run into the same thing over and over and over again. It's even my own family. People forget to get the basics handled. And this doesn't even really need to apply to just if you're uh, one of my listeners that is an entrepreneur or self-employed or owns a business. It can apply anywhere in your life. This applies even in your own life. If you own a home or have, if you have more than a thousand dollars to leave in a will, go get a will. Okay. <laughs> Professionals are out there to help you. Sometimes you have to shop around a little bit. You need to find the fit for you. That doesn't make all quote unquote accountants crappy. It doesn't make all lawyers crappy. It doesn't make, you know, every property, um, uh, the word I just wanted per Conveyancer, crappy. Every mortgage broker, crappy. You, every doctor even, here's your personal life. You know, people go, I, I hate doctors, I hate my dentist. Go find a new one, for the love of God, people. I've got this wonderful young student, and hopefully the segue does not get me lost on my, my point, because I do get off on tangents, who is staying with us for the next year. She's in flight school. She discovered once she came here, because she came from completely the other side of Canada, from Ontario, that she's not sure she made the right choice in the school she's going to and has found another one that is more what she's looking for. Does she, is she the type of person that is going to just stay in her rut, accept the maybe a poor decision or complain about it? No, 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 no. She sat, she came up and had breakfast with us. We at least gave her, you know, she's in college as well. We said, please finish this term. Always complete the one thing. Go do your research on this, this, and this. And if you need to change schools, change it. Because we knew she brought us, the, you know, the criteria and the things that were going on. They were not meeting her criteria. And this other school does. doesn't make you flaky. It just means you are correcting a course and making a new choice that will take you further towards your goal. Okay? Such a bright young woman. We just love her. We just love her. And we're so grateful we're going to have her for the next year. So she's going to look, you know, that's what you, and that's what you do need to do in your life. Foundation is so important. So it doesn't matter whether it's your own personal life. Money sometimes needs to be spent on seeking out the professionals. If you were going to become a professional sports person, you would have great doctors, great physio, great trainer. If you were going to be an actor or a professional singer, and it wasn't just you know, like big, like records and that movies, you need a manager and someone that knows what they're doing, a good lawyer, a good accountant. If you're self-employed, you need an accountant right out of the gate. You need administrative help if, if that's not your gift. If your gift of gra is graphic designs or building something, please make sure you have the people in place that are looking after everything else. You cannot grow on sand. I, I know I use the Bible a lot because it's what I know, but most people, if they grew up in Sunday school in my generation, know most of the major quote unquote parables and the parable of building your house on the sand versus the rock. 
so that when the wind and storm comes, it doesn't blow your house away. It is true. When we built our new custom built home 14, 15 years ago, when I designed it and built it down the street from us, I had to, my, the pit on my lot for built, digging out the basement and finding the, where the foundation had to go was that I always laughed. It was like an archeological, archeological dig site. We had to go down pretty darn far to find bedrock so that the foundation of the house was secure, especially since it was on a ravine. Your life and your business are no different, no different whatsoever. And right out of the gate, if you don't believe me, it's something I need you to change your mind about. Just as easy as that. Just change your mind. Get the information you need. That is a limiting belief that you are carrying around with you. Don't know where it came from. You may or may not know where it came from, but let it go. It is hard for people sometimes when they're off building something and money's coming in to say part of this money needs to go over here because it just seems like a waste in some people's minds. It's like, oh, but I could go on vacation on that or I could buy a new vehicle or I could buy a new piece of equipment for the business or I could do some advertising. No, if you still want to be in business five years from now, go get the help you need. For some people, depending on your line of work, you need a good marketing manager. You do not need to have these people all full-time in-house. That is why companies like my, my company, Genesis Financial, exists for financial stuff. You could hire uh, a part-time secretary or even a service that will answer phones and do typing and send out faxes if that's what needs to happen in your business. Nobody needs to be in your business, like in your actual office or your home, if you don't need them, especially if you don't need them full-time. It's one of the hardest things for, for new businesses is find, finding that place, that sweet spot where you start bringing on full-time staff. Staff is expensive. Employees are expensive. They are needed, but they are expensive. And it's always tough when you're growing or in a place where you're just not quite there yet. You need the body, but bodies, but you don't need them full-time. Go find subcontractors. Find people like me. But you must have things like find yourself a good lawyer if you're going to incorporate. Don't try and do all these things yourself if you don't know what you're doing. One, instead of out making money, you're, you're learning to do something that you're never going to have to do again. Don't. It's a complete waste of your time. Good accountant. Doesn't matter what country you live in. If you have a taxation system in your accountant, if you're a first world or industrialized nation, you will have a taxation system. Find the best person that can help you navigate that and for you to make the best choices in your life, personal and business. For entrepreneurs, if you are new, your personal life is part of your business. Do not think that they are some separate entity that have nothing to do with each other. They are related. Go to someone that can do your taxes in both and can advise you how best to handle your money. You went out and earned it. Please, for the love of God, find help someone to help you manage it. It is no different than when you get to a point in your life when you have children and you need to start looking after your estate. You must have a will. Do not leave things to people. Do not leave things unattended so that if you got hit by a car tomorrow, your, everything you've worked for isn't handled the way you wanted it. Maybe you have a business that you would like someone else to run for you. You have homes or life insurance policies or an inheritance and you have children or charities that you want those things to go to. The government doesn't care. If you do not have a, especially in Canada, I don't believe the United States is too much different, but in Canada, if you do not have a will, the government just 
takes everything, puts it in probate, you pay a fee for that, and it's all sold off and divided between who's ever left in the line of succession. So it'll always go from spouses, then down to children, and then they'll start looking for people. If you literally are a person that has assets and have not told anyone what you want to do with it, okay? Take control and make sure that your wishes are being being looked after. And that all starts with having a foundation. So when your foundation is set, and you know that all these professionals are in place and to the best of your ability, you've gotten the advice that you think you need, then you can run to the races because you are out the starting gate and no matter what happens, you can probably weather that storm. You know, bad things happen and businesses go out of, uh, uh, businesses go out of business. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about people that have what they need. The momentum's all there, but they didn't handle their foundation. So they've built an entire house on the sand. And then when the storm comes or the CRA comes calling because you forgot to register or you didn't know you had to collect that tax or pay that tax or file that return, they come calling and they can bring that house of cards down so fast it'll make your head spin. <laughs> and it's so unfortunate. If you don't know what you don't know, go find people that do. I'm a firm, firm believer in that. I have a great lawyer and I have another legal firm that handles my will and all of that. And we just updated them all. The lawyer, my first lawyer handled all of our real estate transactions because when my husband and I first got together, we were very heavily into real estate. We purchased homes, we sold them, we had investment properties. Um, our T4 income definitely didn't get us where we are today. Our investing did. And we also enjoyed those profits at that time. We did a lot in 10 years. We lived a full life in those 10 years, traveled, had fun, entertained. We just had a really good time. And we were able to do that because we made sure that when something happened, we went and talked to the professionals. Now, the reason I mentioned that specifically is I laughed when I met this new accountant yesterday, who I'm so bringing on for my clients. As he was leaving, he made a comment about how, yes, it still stuns him. People will go out, he says, my clients will go out and make a huge, like huge asset purchase without talking to me first. At all. Like not even mentioning it to me. There might have been a way to, it might have been something that could have been dealt with through a trust or it could have been something that could have been handled another way to avoid capital gains or we might have wanted to do that in a separate year so that it didn't all, maybe he had a couple of things on the go and it all didn't hit one tax return. And then you get nailed because <laughs> you start making a certain amount of money, you get surcharged on, on that income. You know, the, fortunately, we are a country that has a lot of social systems and those social systems have to be paid for. But lots of times people get into power that just feel that, you know, the rich should be paying the whole bill and no one else should be contributing. Definitely against that. I think everyone should just give a little bit of something. But anyways, that happens. So you need to tax plan for those types of laws in this, in my particular country. You probably have to do it in yours as well. Pay your fair share. Do. The hospitals have to be built. The schools have to be built. The roads have to be paid. But don't be silly. <laughs> like, don't just hand over your hard-earned cash when professionals can help you. Keep as much of it as you legally can, still while contributing your fair share to whatever country or amazing city and, and, and town that you live in. Just kind of the deal. So um, these sorts of things are very, very important in every area of life. When you've laid a good foundation, it is so much easier to weather bad times. It is easier to grow and you will sleep better at night knowing that you have looked after what needs to look after. 
Now, you may not agree with this statement, but for instance, in my life, I'm a firm believer, if you're going to get married and have children, you better have life insurance, okay, during those years. Now, in Canada, it's actually, if you own a home and have a mortgage, it's mandatory. Thank heavens. At lots of union jobs that are, you know, that's not the way of the world anymore. The old union heavy-duty jobs like that, that was all included in your union dues, your life insurance and pensions and all that jazz. Most people don't have those types of things anymore. You don't want one of you dying and the other spouse being left with children to raise, a mortgage to pay and no ability to pay it if you're a two-income family. And most Canadians are these days. You know, if something had happened when I was younger, say my mom had passed away, my dad was the bread earner, his financial life wouldn't have changed that much. He would have hired a nanny and we would have gone on. But if he had have died and nothing was put in place, well, all we had was our house. My mom didn't work. She was an at-home mom raising children. She was a housewife. That isn't so normal anymore. Um, so nowadays, it takes both incomes to survive. So one of them going away can really make it. Like when I got sick with fibromyalgia five years ago and my professional income went away, our life changed drastically. It did not go on as normal as it had before with just one income coming in. So, it, you know, know the world that you live in, know the environment you live in, know what your dreams and goals are, and go get the professional help you need. I'm not sure if I've segued off here a little bit. I Unfortunately, I had to take a phone call there for a second and I just edited it out. But I really just wanted to talk about foundations today and hopefully I've touched on all my subjects that I just wanted to get across to you. Have you, you know, know with your own life, there are certain things that you shouldn't be without. And when you put those foundational things in place, everything else will be easier. I can promise you that. In my experience, I can promise you that they will be easier. And usually you'll be better able to weather the downtimes. Life isn't a picnic all the time. There's always going to be ups and downs. And if you can get a good foundation built, then do you know what? You're not crashing and burning. You're having dips. Have a great day, everyone, and I'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you again for joining me today. And remember to focus on not living in regret. I invite you to subscribe to my show so you don't miss a thing. You can reach me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at either High Functioning Habits or Living Well with Shell. And I invite you to leave a rating on my show about what you like best or message me with something you'd like me to speak on next. Remember, willpower will only get you so far that you better have a plan.